self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we, we are a conversation, conversation con artists going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red and we are conversation con artists back for another episode the best part of waking up is go fave in your cup oh my god that stupid shit Kofefe. i don't even know what that I'm is i'm gonna randomly say go this whole episode really yes Kofefe, Donald Trump made a tweet. Obviously, it was supposed to be coverage, but at this point, he is such a laughing stock that he mistakenly sent it out with Kofefe. And people have just been making up their own version of what Kofefe is supposed to be. He was like something about negative media (laughs) Kofefe. So, you know, it was supposed to be coverage. Uh, he deleted it like but it took like six hours for him to delete it so people have just been making memes and songs and even hillary clinton got in on it with her cafe people in glass cafe should not throw cafe <laughs> i think that this gives somewhat of an indicator of how he tweets first <laughs> off he definitely uses his cell phone yes not sure if he ever used a computer or not but he definitely used his cell phone mm-hmm. second he doesn't check Mm-mm. You know whether what he tweeted was correct, mm-hmm. at least in this context. And, and if he, he normally does, but he didn't this time, maybe because he was asleep. He's had to write Kofefe before because normally it would have corrected it to something right. So he's written Kofefe before. Um, I don't know. Mine, shit, mine changes even when I do type the right word. It'll change it to another actual word, but the wrong word. I have a feeling that Donald Trump sending tweets through his phone is the equivalent of somebody using one finger on a keyboard <laughs> i feel like he get his glasses and a magnifying glass and then put the phone up and then just one <laughs> hit this letter then that letter like i feel like that's how he tweet i feel like they want to let autocorrect be on for him i feel like they make him tweet all of the letters out he need autocorrect I, but you know what i'm okay with it because kofefe has given me tons of laughs is some creative ass people oh my god somebody made a meme that was supposed to be fight club first rule of kofefe is uh never talk about kofefe <laughs> and it had like all ex-presidents heads on the body so it was like lincoln and bill and bush like all of the presidents in fight club but it you know was what? kofefe <laughs> so i use swipe on my phone mm-hmm. i don't use it i like swipe yeah. The I problem to, is, it no it's starting to choose words that I never use. Like, it's supposed to have this cloud prediction that's based on words you use. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm doing my swipe thing and words like lips <laughs> pop up. Like, I don't say lips in my regular ass dialogue. <laughs> Why are you choosing this word over the word I meant, which I is mean, a common word? We've been roasting people in our little group chat. Mm, you've been talking about people's mouths so maybe you have been using it more here recently i haven't we've been roasting i ain't said lips have i said lips has somebody i don't know we roast a lot of people i can't yeah we've been roasting people on the data apps i made a video by about it by the way that y'all should watch i don't have any of the good ones because my phone crashed after the dick pic so all of my screen caps got deleted so i had to start new but I interrupted your intro with Kofefe. You did. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is part one of a two-part episode, which we're going to start doing at least for the month of June to see how it goes. Uh, we're going to release our news part of the show on Tuesday, and we're going to release our listener letter part 
of the show on Thursday. Give us some feedback as to how y'all think this situation is going and uh, let us know whatever you want to. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at red underscore calamity. What we finna get into first? Tiger Tiger Woods, y'all. Okay. <laughs> so, Tiger Woods, uh, he just poor guy <laughs> so he has a mug shot going around where he got arrested for a dui but apparently it was like his medication he wasn't drinking yeah, supposedly. he was not drunk but they still released the <laughs> the mug shot and people have just been kind of going in on him and the hilarious thing the big deal about this mug shot is that for his ethnicity they listed him as black and if you know anything about Tiger Wood, you know he made up this made-up-ass term. He said he doesn't identify as black. He identifies as Calabalasian or some bullshit like that where he, like, incorporated all the things that his ancestry is made up with, not realizing that you're still going to be – it's the one-drop rule. You're going to be treated as black. But he got a pass because he was playing golf and he had that white wife. But guess what? After he started fucking up with these people – and got a divorce and just start fucking up with golf and everything you black now tiger mm-hmm. you're with the rest of us <laughs> where you always were <laughs> you should have went on ahead and ordered mas- uh, fried chicken for that master <laughs> i mean it so the big deal was that he he was listed as black and how he they people feel like he probably was not happy but you've been black this whole time tiger like we knew it <laughs> we were just waiting on you to realize it you've been black i mean when you are a celebrity like tiger woods and you get immersed in the white experience i mean he's playing the whitest sport possible <laughs> he's playing walking with sticks i mean it don't get any whiter than that but that's why black people were champion for him because it was like we dominate all the sports and now we dominating golf too and then he gonna come out with that he ain't black shit. <laughs> I mean, golf is the most racist sport ever. <laughs> they got shit called the Masters. Yeah. Who you think that was for originally? <laughs> Probably the Masters. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't no black Masters. It wasn't. Now apparently there were Native American Masters, but there were no black Masters. I just. You know, I think this is like the final. I think he added a sunken place now. I think this was his final push. He got a camera flash in his face, but he ain't the same. (laughs) He is not the same. No, he is not the same. Um, When they took that mugshot flash, he got out the sunken place apparently. But I just thought it was hilarious that people were so up in arms about him being listed as black like we always knew his ass was black we always knew white people deemed him as black he was the only one who thought he was who had a problem with or so black people was pretty much like i told you <laughs> that's how i was yeah because i've been seeing the <laughs> memes <your> black ass. <laughs> i've been seeing the memes and stuff but i just like i just it's just a a bad mug shot. Oh, no. It's because he was listed as black and he doesn't identify as black. He identifies as Calabalese. Or what? A, I don't. It's something Belasian. I mean, black was in there. But here's the thing, Tiger. At the end of the day, you're going to be identified as black. It don't matter. All of us got mixed shit mixed in there if you want to be specific and shit. 
you're black and now they're treating you as such we've never called ourselves anything we didn't choose african-american we didn't choose nigga. We didn't choose any of those things to call ourselves. Everything we've been called is from the vantage point of the white people that decided to call us those things. Yep. I mean, I think Jesse Jackson might have coined the term African-American. But white people chose to use that shit mm-hmm. in places where you choose African-American. Like, Tiger Woods, I don't know why you ever thought you had the option to call yourself what you believe you are when all of your comrades in the masters called you black yep and i mean tiger woods in his heyday this probably wouldn't even have been a thing because i feel like if he was still riding his little high and was still married to his white wife and all of this they would have said like oh he you know he he had some medications that mixed up because what the original story was was that he got arrested for a dui (laughs) And it was his medication, and like that came out later. So at first, it just seemed like he got a drinking problem because his life going so bad. And I feel like earlier in his career, this wouldn't have been a story. This wouldn't have happened. They would have protected him. But I see, don't. now you're beyond. Because what bad stuff did you hear other before he started fucking all these women? What bad stuff did you hear about? I mean, I doubt women? his life is going bad. I feel like he might have just headed to the store to buy some milk. <laughs> Stuff the white people do. <laughs> I ain't what? gonna act like I ain't went to the store to just buy milk. Okay, <laughs> I love milk. Milk is fantastic. It's delicious. I like lactate. It's um, milk. <laughs> it is milk. I've been researching milks, so you have to watch my videos to figure out what it's about. So. Lactate is milk. Okay. It's milk without lactose. All right. I can't wait till you taste this milk. I know it's gonna taste like regular ass milk, it but does. it's an imposter. It is not an imposter. It it's, it's milk they took the lactose out of. Do you know how hard it is to take shit that Look, naturally comes all, in the shit out I of shit? No, is I appreciate it because I can drink it and not be in horrible pain. So you know what? I'm glad they took the lactose out that shit. Whatever. <laughs> Fuck milk. Regular cow's milk. Fuck them cows. <laughs> How you gonna say fuck them cows? Because they trying to kill me. How you gonna tell me that lactate is the same shit from regular cows, but fuck cows just because they you make, can't drink it naturally? They should be able to like not make milk with lactose. Your ass should be able to drink lactose. Does mother's milk have lactose in it? I don't know. If we could produce milk without it. They should be able to produce. How do you know? You just asked the question. You don't know if the I don't human know if body. mother's milk has lactose because my mom never tried to breastfeed me, and but I had an issue with like every milk. But I think I ended up drinking goat milk. I was really sick as a kid. I was I'm super lactose intolerant. Like it's bad, um, to the point where I wasn't eating for a while because they couldn't find nothing I could eat that wouldn't upset me. So I feel like Tiger Woods was just going to go get some milk, probably skim. <laughs> Because, you know, he don't identify as black, so not whole or 2%, which you shouldn't drink 2%, just whole. What? I feel like he was going to the store, get some milk, you know, nighttime, took a little medication, got a little wonky, pulled over, you're going to jail. So we think you're drunk. Oh, shit, it's Tiger Woods. Oh, what we going to put in the ethnicity spot? Let's put black. Yeah, <laughs> black. <laughs> That'll teach him. I like golf. What is he doing? Is he still playing golf? I don't know. But his bank account is in the nine figures. Is it still after? What do you mean still? He has child support payments that he has to make for two children. He has alimony payments for this wife that he got rid of. She just graduated from school. Like, she going to school on his dime. 
Alimony and child support only make you broke if you poor. That's why I'm asking you, what is he doing to continue to build his wealth? What is he doing now? Tiger Woods can live 20 people's lifetimes with the money he made in his first three years of playing can golf. Can he? Because you know he was spending a lot of money on hookers and sex parties. Hookers don't cost that much. High quality hookers do. Escorts do. No, they don't. They, <laughs> they don't. Now, they get tipped well because the people <laughs> who they deal with are wealthy. <laughs> they get paid more than like people you go find. I don't they know. They get to... paid more than back page. Yes. You know, strippers or or hookers. <laughs> Listen, Tiger Woods didn't spend his golf money on hoes. Okay? Okay. Tiger Woods is rich. Okay. He's still rich. Okay. With spousal support, with and alimony, child, yeah. which is the same thing, with child support, mm-hmm. he still got money. He's fine. Okay. So Let's let's talk about LeBron James' house being vandalized. Niggas, people ain't shit. So, LeBron James' house got vandalized in L.A. And clearly, he's in L.A. for the playoffs. Somebody vandalized home and called him a nigga. Wrote it on his house. Yeah. On the garage or whatever. They could have wrote anything. They could have wrote, you suck. Your hairline is terrible. Exactly. They could have wrote quit spraying <laughs> that shit on your head. We know the, we know what you doing. We know you bald headed. They could have they could have said a number of things, but they chose to say nigga. They chose to use the N-word. You know? So one part is like, were they saying that just to get to him as much as possible? Or was it a racist that was just being racist? I feel like it was a racist just being racist because racists are the only ones who still think doing that is going to have this powerful impact. <sighs> like, I, I don't think if somebody wanted to get to him, there were other things that they could have said that would have got to him. Nigga ain't it. Nigga is just shit racists go to because they still, for whatever reason, think folks give a fuck about them saying that shit. Well, that first game made it look like it got to him. <laughs> Tell you that now. Nah. I don't think it had shit to do with nigga and everything. <laughs> I don't do think it did. He but just be, he do that. Like every playoff, he start out shitty and then he saves it up. <laughs> so Jason Whitlock, which is some kind of commentator for sports, I don't know what he do. He's um, he's weird looking. He looked like Black Jabba the Hutt. And he said that LeBron James don't have issues with racism because he got money. You know, like, and that is the most ignorant thing I've ever heard as it pertains to racism because racism is rooted in being considered subhuman. You know, money don't save you from that. Now, what I believe Jason Whitlock, if he had the eloquence to say it, would have said something like people who have money and are exposed to things that are racist in nature like that have a different experience than people who are poor that have those experience with racism. I have to interject that this has nothing to do. This goes back to Tiger. You know what he's doing? He's in business with Donald Trump. (laughs) Tiger Woods is in business with Donald Trump. Make his golf courses in like his hotel. Why is that surprising? It ain't it's like, not surprising. It ain't like he started that shit in the last year and a half. <laughs> he is a fucking A1 golfer. Mm-hmm. 
He probably been doing that shit since he started playing with, golf. With Donald Trump. Donald Trump built golf courses for a living. What do you mean? Until now. <laughs> <laughs> now he's the fucking leader of the fucking free world. Damn, it's hard to say this shit. It is. It's okay, hard to say that. Sorry. I just had to interject that before. I forgot. So, if you came home and you saw fuck your dogs nigga wrote on your door what would you do i'm gonna be more mad about you saying fuck my dogs <laughs> what the fuck my dogs ever do to you because nigga you just an ignorant motherfucker who don't know no better but why are you talking about my dogs i'm gonna be more upset about the fact that you put my dogs in because that's what your neighbor's finna do <laughs> fuck them fuck <laughs> my neighbors i ain't even finna get into that shit fuck them though and let me just say i was trying to be nice because I'm usually not. I just walk my dogs and mind my fucking business. But I decided to step outside of my norm and be nice to this little white family. And they fucked me. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. They'll never pet my dog again. <laughs> Fuck them little white kids. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly I said the wrong thing. Yes. <laughs> I detracted from it. <laughs> what if somebody wrote, fuck your red hair, nigga? the fuck you got a problem with my heifer again so you don't even care about the n-word no because i feel like i've been saying nigga the whole time and then said n-word right there i don't know why <laughs> i don't give a fuck about that because i feel like only ignorant at like that's somebody who can't think of nothing else to say so you call me a nigga i'm not gonna get upset with that because you stupid and you're not worth my time i'm gonna be more upset that i gotta get this shit off my wall now I'm going to be upset. I got to go to my apartment complex and be like, I need y'all to come paint the wall because some dumb fuck wrote this stupid shit on there. But I'm not going to sit in my house and be crying. Oh, my God. Somebody called me a nigga. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you obviously are the lowest of intelligence. And I don't give a fuck about you. Long as you don't come around here and put your hands on me or my dogs, we going to be just fine. If you feel like I'm a nigga and that's how you feel, okay. That's I, fine. I feel like it's brackets of racism like tax brackets. <laughs> like the low income like the poverty level bracket like racism is like it's bad like it's you finna get pulled over oh yeah you about to get issued a ticket yeah. you're not gonna be able to pay that ticket those a are warrant the things gonna go I out for your about. arrest yeah. then you're gonna get another ticket because you can't pay you can't afford like that that level of like racism that has a snowball effect yeah. racism that you can't really get out of that's that poverty level that's what i care about then when you get the low income, you got like that working class racism. You know, like you work in McDonald's, oh. you got the older white people come in that they don't want to touch your hand, so they like put money in their hat for you to pull it out of and things like that. Let me tell you something. When I worked in Walgreens, I will if you how you give me your money is how you're gonna get it the fuck back. So if you slide this money on the fucking counter, I'm gonna give it back to you on the counter. Cause I don't wanna mm -hmm. touch you either. When I was a teenager, if you gave, if you didn't want to touch my hand, I dipped my finger in your coffee. I tell you that. <laughs> I bet the back of your ice cream cone got an imprint on it. I bet that happened. <laughs> I bet it did. Oh shit! I can't stand folks who do that fuck shit. Like you realize that we back here touching your food, and what you're worried about is your money and your hand, bitch. Do you know you finna eat some shit that was made by us? Okay, you be worried about this money and see how far they get you. All kind of shit didn't probably happen to your damn food. So that's that lower class. That's that like getting your application thrown away. Mm -hmm. You don't know this is happening, but you know, or getting your getting the south. That's that low level 
tax bracket of racism. Then you got the middle class bracket of racism. This is racism where it looks like your life is going all right and you're doing good. But every now and then you have these moments where these things happen and you don't understand why. Like, yeah. like you get pulled over driving while black. You know what I'm saying? Now, you can afford to pay your ticket so you don't get into that cycle of where you can't afford and it can't get over these problems. But you do get you probably get pulled over more than your friends. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And you have you're probably one of a few black people that work in your job, you know, and sometimes that comes with insensitive things. Sometimes that comes with an environment where everybody is happy that Trump won and you sitting here like, well, Trump winning has some implications for my culture that I'm not too fond of. Like, that's that middle class level of racism. Are you coming to work to, hey, girlfriend, bitch, shut up. <laughs> Get out of my face. Why you got to talk like that? Just say, hey. Stop that. We don't even say that no more. Do you realize <laughs> that you doing like some 60s shit? Stop that. Talk to me like a human. <laughs> <laughs> then you got that upper level, upper class level of racism where clearly, you know, racism ain't going to influence your pockets. Racism ain't going to take money out of your pockets. And maybe at the end of the day, it inconveniences you. But when you're at that tax bracket, there is a whole bunch of people that is higher than you. You're still going to experience a nominal level of the difference that white people feel they are different than you because this is an ingrained, systemic, institutional issue as it pertains to racism. If you have brown skin in America, you are expendable to a group of people. And whether LeBron, whether that took money out of his pocket or not, whether that, you know, inconvenienced him, as Jason Whitlock put it it still can trigger emotions that make you feel subhuman. And Jason Whitlock had a big issue with him equating that to the Emmett Till situation. Because he said, LeBron James said, the first thing I thought about was Emmett Till. It's because she wanted him to have an open casket because she wanted the world to see what they did to him. Mm -hmm. And he had a big problem with LeBron James comparing himself to that. But like, if that's the first thing that LeBron thought about when that situation came out, he can give them thoughts. Yeah. He's not comparing himself to Emmett Till. Because no, he is aware that he's not Emmett Till, very obviously. He's telling his version of what racism did to him and how it influenced him. And the thing about it is that people don't understand, he ain't the only person who live in that fucking house. He has kids who are going to wonder why the fuck somebody would write. Now that's a, a tough conversation that you got to have with your children about some dumb fuck that decided to come and sprawl this shit on the wall. And the thing is, are you dealing with a fan or some little kids that's just trying to be rude and put whatever and then going to run away if his wife come outside? Or are you dealing with an extreme racist yep. that if their wife and kids come outside, a confrontation can lead to somebody getting hurt? Exactly. Like, there are implications in not just racism, but dealing with racists that you have to consider if you got brown skin. And you got balls to be going up to somebody like LeBron James house doing it, not... Because I, I would be concerned that, that he may have some fucking secure, you know what I'm saying? Some kind of thing. I don't know. I would not go up to his house because I feel like some bad shit would happen to me. Like, I feel like he has the kind of money to do. So you got balls to go up and do that shit anyway. Because, you know, it could be a situation. Did you hear what happened with uh, LL Cool J when somebody broke into his house? Mm -mm. He beat the fuck. The muscles are not for show. Like, he work out. He beat the shit out of it. He didn't know he was at home. LL Cool J beat the fuck out of that dude that broke into his house. The muscles ain't just for show. Like, they're real muscles. And 
You just can't be. I would be afraid to break even because uh, celebrities have means that we don't have to keep themselves safe. So the t- you took a chance going up to his house and doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? If somebody willing to do that, you don't know what else they're willing to do. And when you have a family, that's scary. And everybody don't know LeBron James. Every white person don't know LeBron James. No. He is if he come down to rural Alabama for whatever reason. It's people that will call him a nigga because he black. Yep. That is the prerequisite to being treated a certain way by racists. You have to have black skin. Yep. If you have black skin, you are not safe everywhere in America. Don't matter how wealthy you are. Mm-mm. No matter what kind of house you got up in the hills, you're not always going to be safe. And it's just and Jason Whitlock, it seems to be a shock value commentator. And, you know, just really trying to Uncle Ruckus his way through his profession, <laughs> probably so that people will invite him on the show when racist things happen. You know, he's probably a couple of comments away from being uh, ESPN, not ESPN, but a Fox News commentator. Oh, fuck. New Stacey Dash, you God. know, new Sheriff Clark. So that ain't nothing you want to be. Whatever. Y'all need to leave Kendrick Lamar the fuck alone. Let me tell you about black K dot and not knowing what the fuck to do with their money. Kendrick Lamar's sister graduated from high school, mind you, and he bought her a 2017 Toyota. I think it was like a Camry. Nice car. She's 18, getting ready to go to college. It's a shit. It, I didn't have no car when I graduated. The first year that I was in college, I was catching rides. Okay, I didn't have no car. I had a Dodge Stratus, a white Dodge Stratus with a black hood on it because my brother hit a deer, <laughs> and like we got the hood replaced, but we did not paint it. <laughs> so this is really good especially for somebody who has the like financial background that his family has had this is but because people ain't shit they get into the comments under the picture talking about he could have got her something better all you got her was a toyota this is what is wrong with black folks and why we don't it's so difficult for us to have generational wealth it ain't because we can't make the money. It's we don't know how to fucking keep the money. Why would he go out and buy her a Lamborghini or a Maybach or some kind of bullshit? She is a college student who, one, is about to go out into the world and she needs a reliable, dependable car. Two, you know cars need maintenance. He is on doing his shit. He's not going to be around to help her find a, a place that's going to be able to service her fucking Maybach at whatever college she goes to. She needs something dependable. Also, there's his money. It's not her money. He's the one that is making that money. Now, of course, he's going to do things for his family to help them, but she needs an incentive to go and make her own wealth, to go and make her own future. And so why would you give an 18-year-old a fuck? Like, that don't make no sense. People look at what little wayne did for his daughter but again that's stupid as fuck to me buying her she had like two luxury cars and she getting ready to go to a black university you (laughs) no all you gonna do is make her a target for folks she already a target because she your daughter this girl gonna already be a target because she your sister you gonna put a bigger target on her having her riding around campus in a motherfucking maybach and shit like how does that make sense it's stupid it's a waste of money and I think that he's making decisions that's going to be 
make it to where he's gonna be able to take care of his family for generations instead of him just being able to do some shit right now that don't make no sense to me and all the people who in the comments y'all need to shut the fuck up that is the stupidest thing i've ever heard i would have been disappointed had he bought her some kind of luxury she's uh, she 18 she going to college she just need her some, and this is way better than something just to get you to and and from it's a she got her a nice 2017 toyota like i don't understand what the problem is it's crazy man black people are so intertwined with other black people's experiences and i mean i know why we all have been put under the microscope by white america and tagged as an entire group so everything has always applied to everybody so over the course of time i think we apply those things to each other as well that's how we've come to be so critical of one another that's how we've come to you know how do we how we treat black businesses that's how we come to a lot of ways of how we that's how it's come to when we see some shit happen in in as in terms of an event like somebody get killed a dc sniper we was like please don't be black like <laughs> white people don't do that they don't have to they get to live this they have the luxury of living this peaceful life in which they truly are the individual that they want to be instead of being identified in the context of their group we are identified in the context of our group by Fox News, by police, by all sources of media. It's black people. You know, it's not Mr. On Point. It's not red. It's black people. And so I think that that has trickled down into how critical that we are of each other and how each other spend money is a big part of that. Because when you kids, if one person got the J's, you want the J's too. You know, whatever black people at the time deemed popular, everybody want to do it. A part of that is immaturity. I was just and a part of say, that is not parental oversight. Because I was going to say, things. I feel like as you become an adult, you should realize that those are not the things that matter. You should realize that you should be planning for longevity. You should be planning for the long term because all of this shit is fleeting. Them J's are going to be out of style because they. 20 more pairs are gonna come out that car is gonna event you gonna it's gonna be old and you're gonna have to get a new one like those things don't last and i just think we have this idea that we have to be the most like when we attain wealth we got to be flashy people got to know we done made it we've attained that wealth and i feel like i i appreciate what that means for kendrick lamar as far as him buying his sister this car instead of you know going a crazy and buying her stuff. and she was appreciative of the shit she didn't have a problem with the car it was other people who had a problem with the car who felt like she should have got something different and it's like why why should she because he got the money to buy it just because he got the money to buy it she should have got some crazy foreign car that don't even make no fucking sense that is stupid <laughs> i do have to say that a caveat for being able to build generational wealth while that's easy for somebody like Kendrick Lamar to build it for his future generations because he's in a financial position, like just generally black culture building no, generational I mean, wealth. I'm but I'm talking about people who are in the position like he is. Oh, okay. That don't be. I'm not talking about you or I. You're talking about AI. <laughs> yes. You're talking about people that, like Shaq, it's supposed to be that Shaq only spent his endorsement money during his whole stint in the nba yeah like he didn't spend any of his salary for all the years he was in the nba like that's ridiculous to me like that's ridiculous level of responsibility yeah to me 
you know but that's how you build generational wealth i'm talking about people who had the opportunity to build generational wealth and don't because some of us will never be able we we won't be in a position or it'll take us way longer to do that when you have the opportunity to do that it don't mean that you can't enjoy the fruits of your labor but you ain't gotta like spend everything that you get you also don't have to put on display for the world that you didn't made it you kendrick lamar still millions of records like he we know he got he's talented we know that he is making good money he don't have to like put it on blast but these these rappers with all of these fucking um the charms that of themselves and diamonds and shit that kind of shit is stupid to me like i just saw boosie got like a it don't even it's white diamond so it look like a white guy don't even look like him but boosie got a charm of himself in diamonds like for what what the fuck is the purpose of that that is stupid to me doing stuff like that is how you don't build generational wealth well i'm gonna add that even though like kendrick lamar get to play generational wealth the game on easy mode (laughs) um building generational wealth still starts with an idea today so like if you have kids you have to communicate with them the importance of finances and like from my perspective, like I work with families that, you know, don't find opportunities to pay their kids and give their kids money. You know, find a way to give your kids allowance. Find a way to make your kids earn. Like kids should, in my opinion, this is what I teach my families. Kids should never get something under the premise of it being free. Yeah. They should always do something. I don't care if you be like, oh, you can get, we're we going to get these shoes for you, but you got to clean out the refrigerator first. Or you got to, we going to get this for you, but you got to clean out my car first. Like it, Christmas and birthdays might be the only time. And to me, you should get a level of tier Christmas and birthdays <laughs> based on your behavior and your grades and your achievement and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I always tell them like, that's how you're going to get a kid to learn responsibility as it pertains to finances is they have to have a perception that they've earned these things, you know? And I think that it starts with a message. If you can start delivering that message to your kids today, they can deliver to their kids. And at some point, somebody in that cycle who creates an opportunity for themselves are already going to have the core base template to be able to build that generational wealth from here on out. Even if you don't live to see it, you can be the one that starts delivering that message. You know, so don't talk shit about a Toyota. And stop spending y'all money on bullshit. Like, again... I could become a billionaire tomorrow. I can assure you I would never have a chain <laughs> with a chick with a red afro as my medallion. Like, for what? That is such a waste of money and stupid to me. <laughs> like, I'm not going to act like I ain't going to waste the shit out some money. Now, I'm I ain't not- going to buy no wasteful ass chain. What would I waste money on? My house would just be like, Checked out like 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 it it would have ridiculous shit in it like as far as like my TVs and like those kind of things but like I wouldn't have I wouldn't buy a bunch of like expensive jewelry I wouldn't buy like it's just some stuff that I'm just like for what why would you want to wear yourself around hey, don't Rick Ross also have himself yeah. It's several rappers that got that this shit. This shit is so stupid to me. Somebody got a Bart Simpson. I don't know who that is, though. I don't remember. I don't get it. I just... Again, I don't feel like... I'm not saying that you cannot enjoy 
your wealth. I'm not saying that you can't get some of the things that you wanted, but I don't even think that it's about getting stuff that they've always wanted. It's about showing everybody, look what I got. You know what I'm saying? It ain't even about, because I doubt anybody as a kid was like, I'm going to have me a diamond ass myself. That's for other people. That's for folks to be like, damn, Rick Ross got a lot of loot. You know what I'm saying? That ain't, that's not him getting something that he just wanted. He might. Why would you? What? Well, what? I just can't. Narcissism. <laughs> I want a little me on me. <laughs> How can you do that? Okay. Huh. <laughs> I mean, you can enjoy your wealth and also be smart with your money. And you can still build. Gener- Look at Beyonce and Jay-Z, I think, are good examples of it. They enjoying the shit out of their money. But if you don't think Blue Ivy and these twins ain't going to be set the fuck up, <laughs> you are crazy. They take vacations. They, you know, Beyonce be when and a lot of these clothes and stuff that she have. I'm sure that these designers give to her because who, you know, you want people to see Beyonce wearing your shit. Like I don't need because she had like a like a five thousand dollar silk kimono on at one of these basketball games. But sometimes I wonder like how much of this stuff she actually bought and how much she's giving. But they're able to enjoy their wealth and still make business moves that are going to make sure that blue ivy is good and i'm twins but they got irrational wealth though <laughs> they got wealth that don't make sense so that, they ain't a good cover to use <laughs> you know what i'm saying like the people that legit this conversation apply to are people we don't know because they just just got oh, into yeah. seven figures you know what i'm yeah. saying and they're still building on to that and building on to that like when we're talking about people that can legit pay everybody in a whole state bills that's a different situation. I wish they would do that too. That's their pocket change. Just too. come to uh, come to Birmingham specifically <laughs> and do that shit just for a month, just for one month. I would appreciate that so much. It would be legit. that would be fucking amazing. <laughs> but they wouldn't do that. No, they wouldn't do it. And if they did, it would be somewhere they. It would either be where she from or he from. Birmingham like I have to get murdered for them to give my mama some money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. Shaq might pay and for you my would funeral. have to get murdered by like the police. It would have to be some yeah, special circumstances. Exactly. Like Shaq might murdered. pay for my funeral. You know what I'm saying? They might pay for my brother flight from California. But yeah. like that's that's how you get money from celebrities. You die. That's terrible. Yeah, it is it's terrible. Unfortunate. So Bill Maher. He a house nigga. Did you see the clip? <laughs> So Bill Maher was in a, a show, and I only saw the clip, so I don't know the context, but the senator he was talking to was like, you should come and work in the fields with us. And he was like, Senator, no, I'm a house nigga. Like, I was like, ooh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell just happened? What did he do? Now, we've got to talk about the context under which somebody like Bill Maher would say something like that. Let's talk about Is the H silent in his shit? I think it's Mar. Is it Mar? I think it's Mar. Are you saying Marher? I keep saying I keep saying both of them. I started off saying Mar, then I went to Marher. I think it's Mar. Okay, we're I don't say think Mar. it's Marher. <laughs> so Mar is without the S. Okay, Mar. Mar. Bill Mar. You were finna say something? Oh, his his apology was bullshit. Talking about he was delirious because he was so tired. I ain't never been so tired that I just started saying racist shit. <laughs> like. What the fuck kind of you so delirious that house nigga was the only thing you could come up with? 
on a live show it was live it ain't no cut that out <laughs> i don't think bill maher is a racist uh but like <laughs> dave chappelle in one of his stand-ups was talking about you know women dressing provocatively and not assuming that women are easy because of that mm -hmm. and he was like okay you might not be a whore, but you're wearing a whore's uniform right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Bill Maher might not be racist, but you're using a racist dialogue at this moment. You know what I'm saying? But to say it's because you're sleepy? <laughs> I don't believe Bill Maher believed that what he said was wrong. Because the context of Bill Maher is he has he's a First Amendment supporter of freedom of speech. That is the platform for his show. Well, guess what? Come along with that, that people don't like to talk about. Freedom of speech does not mean... It means freedom of consequence from the government. It does not mean freedom of consequence from everybody fucking... And up. I think I say this a bunch of times on the show, but I'm going to say it again. It reminds me of this episode of Family Guy <laughs> where Eddie Winslow's cousin came to town and he family stole... Family Matters. A, family Matters, I said Family Guy. <laughs> My bad. Family Matters. Like Eddie, <laughs> Eddie Winslow's cousin came into town stole a car with Eddie and Steve Urkel and Carl Winslow caught them all and they got into the room and he talked to the cousin along and he said are you sorry at all he was like yeah I'm sorry I got caught <laughs> and I think Bill Maher is apologizing because of the consequences that he gets. Oh, yeah. I don't believe he believes that it's wrong however my issue with Bill Maher has consistently been that he always gives people a pass to say whatever they want to say you know and that's a problem but now i see that a line is drawn so it makes me wonder if somebody were to say nigga on his show how would he react and would he react differently whether it's a white person or whether it's a black person you know because a lot of people think black people shouldn't be able to say that word even though it's transitioned to whatever it has in our community you know <sighs> <laughs> and it's a universal white people can't say this sitting on white people because realistically why would you want to say it why would you want to say it for the same reason that you can't say the f word and gay people can and straight people can't say it for the same reason that it's about most groups have a word that they use a lot of times it's a word that's been used against them that they've turned into something else but I've never understood why the fuck you get so mad that you can't. I've never ever been around gay people who use the F word and I'm like, damn, I wish I could join and say this with them. I don't. I don't want to say it. I don't have to say it. It's fine. If they want to use it, I don't give a fuck. It ain't going to come out of my mouth. Like, I don't understand the concept of being so butthurt that you can't use a word and then be like, well, they use it. <laughs> but I think I think I understand a little piece of it. What else exists <laughs> that you can tell white people they can't do? That's even more of a reason why it shouldn't fucking no, matter. No, you no. can do everything in the world but this thing. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> tell a kid they can't have or do something that they really want. What the fuck they gonna do? You and I both know they, they go, getting that shit. Guess what? It's consequences that come with that. And white people, it's consequences that come with that for you as well. <laughs> no, only when you're in, in the eye of public opinion. I mean, because if you're a white person out here that's a police officer, don't nothing happen to you. Well, if you're a white person out here that's, you know, working at a grocery store, don't nothing happen to I you. I mean, it can. Some can. Some can. <laughs> Sometimes. Well, I guess, I guess I'm just saying, like, 
white people don't have a lot of consequences for saying stuff but like it's that. enough consequences that they should be more afraid of using it and they ain't like especially like regular people bill maher has some protection be- being that he you know he has it works for this network and, and all of this stuff but regular people you ain't got no kind of protection if you say this shit and somebody whoop your ass like you ain't got no protection other than i guess calling the police and being like i was attacked like <laughs> but why should it like i don't even think it should be that way i mean forget the work like what about the decency yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, forget the desire to say the word or whether you, you're saying it because, you know, people telling you you can't. What about just the decency? Well, and the shit that come along with house niggas, did he even understand the implications of that? That the fact that the people who were in the house were usually getting raped or treated, you know what I'm saying? And that this is part of the reason why we got this whole light skin dark. Like, does he even know the implications of what that means? That's what I'm saying. Like, that's all a of the, whole different situation than just nigga. House nigga is a whole different thing. Yeah, all of the articles focused on him saying the N word, but he could have said a house slave. Yeah. And the implication still would have been that he he threw the suffering of an entire culture yep. under the bus for the sake of making a joke. You know, like it didn't really matter what he said. Like you said, the implication of house slave has its roots in a time when black people were treated like fucking worse than dogs. Yep. Hell. Oh yeah. My dogs get treated much better than any black person in slavery time. Shit. They get treated better than black people. Now in some cases. <laughs> so, mm-mm. But yeah, I don't. That's another thing that people don't understand. The people who are like, they don't understand why it's such a big deal. They are also the people who don't understand the implications of what house slave means, how that's different from just nigga in general. Like, that's another reason why if you don't understand, you don't understand the word, don't fucking use it. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, it was stupid. And his explanation that he was tired is bullshit and whatever. Yeah, but I mean, it is what it is. People gonna do what they want to do with that. Um, word on the street is that Melania out here getting dicked down on the taxpayer dollars. Mm, mm, mm. Now I said word on the street because this is not a proven thing, but apparently, Mrs. Trump is staying in New York not because Baron needed to finish school because that little motherfucker is out of school now. She's staying because she is supposedly having an affair with a security guard in, in the Tiffany's in the Trump Tower that she's staying in. And it also would explain why she's been swatting the fuck out of Donald's hands <laughs> here lately. Anytime he tried to touch her when they out in public, because I guess you don't want her boo to be like, I thought you said y'all wasn't really together. <laughs> the fuck is he touching on you for? <laughs> Uh, let me just say this because a lot of people have been talking about well it's understandable because poor melania at no time in in seeing any of these stories did my black ass think poor melania because i don't give a fuck about melania melania made her bed melania knew what she married melania has stayed through him doing all kind of fuckery she stayed through the birth of shit with obama she also contributed to that shit by doing her own interviews Melania stayed with this man despite him saying all of this creeptastic shit about his own daughter. Melania didn't stay despite the fact that he treat her like some kind of fucking bed wench. <laughs> like Melania didn't like this was a choice that she made. So I don't feel bad for her. The only reason I'm even mentioning this story is because I just find this shit hilarious. That it's if you go and look at all eight years of Obama's uh presidency 
Trump in these these first few months, <laughs> everything that could possibly have gone wrong has gone wrong, including uh, scandals about his marriage. The Obamas went a whole eight years and did nobody had shit to say about them because it was very obvious that they were in love and happy with each other. He dotes upon his wife, and it's obvious in the way that he puts her before him every time they out somewhere he gonna make sure she get up the stairs he gonna let her walk through the door he gonna hold the door for her all of the things that trump does not do for his wife but that's the difference between a gentleman and a pussy grabber <laughs> that's the difference i mean you know <laughs> and i'm pretty sure donald trump meat don't work no more probably he's not. 70 years old he don't have to put a popsicle stick on that thing like a broken bird wing fucking hate you so much in order to get some action <laughs> might not even work <laughs> he probably been having to take Viagra for 25 years at this point. Probably. It probably don't work for him no more. Well, Did Viagra ever stop working? I don't think so. He just send the blood to. to where it's supposed to go to yep. get stuff going. Yep. So I don't. He think probably done had to call the hotline several I times. I hate you so much. Well, another part of this story is that they had an agreement where she'd been wanting to get out of the marriage and he told her that if he didn't win the presidency he would let her walk away well he won so now she's stuck for at least the next four years so that's another part of why she apparently is so angry and sad all the time because she thought she was finna get out now she can't um without you know because i'm sure he got all kind of prenups and all kind of bullshit that's keeping her financially i mean she could still walk away and be like fuck you but let's Melania ain't got them. Maybe she'll get on her. Uh, maybe she'll get on her Dixie chick shit. What you mean? Goodbye, Earl. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Melania, and Donald Trump is Earl. She ain't got the cojones. I just can't see her doing it. Like she just seemed like such a weak. That's another thing. Like I hate her as a first lady because I feel like Michelle Obama was such a strong woman. Not just a strong black woman, just a strong woman in general. Melania is the complete opposite of that. She's just weak. I can't see her doing this shit. I think she would get her security guard. She the kind of woman who like con a man into doing it for her. The Dixie chick killed Earl themselves. They they did that themselves. She'll like get somebody else to do it for her. Like she'll use her womanly charms to like get him to do this shit. Like she that kind of bitch to me. Like I just can't. She just seems so weak to me. I just I don't see her doing it. I think she gonna ride this out. She better hope he don't get. I hope he get impeached, but it, she better hope he don't get elected for a second term because that's eight years out. Yeah, that she gonna be stuck with his orange ass. But yeah, I just thought it was funny. No, I do not feel sorry for her because I feel like this is what she signed up for when she married his ass. So I don't feel bad for her. I just find the situation kind of funny. The only reason I wanted to talk about it. <laughs> Ain't no poor Melania around this parts. No bueno. Mm -mm. So, an aunt whooped her nephew to death with a belt. She got sentenced shit. to 22 people years. People ain't shit. What the fuck? Why would you do that to a child? I don't... Shit. You know what? We don't know how the fuck close we was to death after some of our whippings. Not like this. Man, I woke up. <laughs> I, I got a whooping after school and woke up in the middle of the night one time with dry slob on my face. I don't know what happened. I got whooped into a, a short-term coma. <laughs> I happened to have come out of it. <laughs> like what? Explain this, because this I want them to understand why you are exaggerating your ass off. What happened to this little boy? So what happened was I think this aunt moved into the house with the mom and the daddy to help watch the nephew. 
Uh, they were at work. The nephew was trying to learn his name, and she was getting impatient with him getting it wrong. And so every time he misspelled it, she would hit him on the back of the head with a belt. And it eventually went all the way over across his body, and he had so much internal bleeding that his organs failed and he died your mama ain't never did that well let me tell you where this comes from so like a couple of facebook debates like people have gotten in there saying stuff like you know that was abuse not discipline when most of us in the black community have been abused (laughs) it was not what we would call discipline clearly it didn't get to the point where we died but most of us were abused my whoopings were along the line of abuse, not discipline, because it was done out of anger most times. It was not done to teach a lesson. Sometimes the same whooping that you would get for discipline might be the one you get for abuse, but if you're whooping a child because you're mad, that's abuse, you know, and you're going to overdo it because yep. anger is also being thrown with every one of those lashes. If you do it for discipline, that is different. You're doing it for a lesson's sake. How did she think? beating him was gonna make him do better especially hitting him in the head like do you know how systematic this be like you have to hit him and then give him another chance and then hit him and give him another chance and then hit, keep hitting him he ain't gonna get the shit right because you like well i mean in my experience odds are this shit happened to her and her siblings in some form or fashion like but to this extreme this clearly it's extreme because his mama apparently maybe wasn't doing nothing that extreme. Maybe she was, but the aunt did it to the point that he died. But what I'm saying is this shit probably happened to her in some fashion as a child. It might not have been this bad, but a lot of people confuse what you're trying to achieve with whoopings. People think that you're supposed to whoop a kid as hard as you can so that they fear you in order to get you to comply with whatever they want you to do. That ain't how it worked. Like, that ain't how it's supposed to work. Fear works the same way that it worked when a slave master whipped the slave across the back. But that don't get you the results you want all the time. It will get you a person that is that respects you out of the consequences, not because they actually respect you. Mm-hmm. If you want respect, you got to have a relationship with a child and you have to discipline them sometimes. You can't use discipline as the be all end all to get that child to cooperate with whatever you wanted to do. And you definitely can't use that in the context of something a child maybe not supposed to know at this time to get them to know it. You know, my granddaddy, like his handwriting was horrible. Because he was naturally left-handed, but got beat into using his right hand when he was a child by his teacher. You know, so he's ambidextrous, but he writes horribly with both of them. Because he couldn't learn to adapt to his natural handwriting. And being that the other one was unnatural, he couldn't really get grasp onto it. That's not how you get children to comply with anything in that sense. So that wasn't even discipline. That was an irrational parent thinking that they was doing what was going to help their kid move forward. And they killed him. I would have whooped her ass. I had moved you into my house and you didn't kill my and child. And the mama of the, the boy wanted leniency for her sister. The daddy wanted her to get full. Fuck that Full bitch. fucking maximum sentence. Because guess what? You ain't get him no leniency. He dead now. So fuck. Two, what is you talking about leniency? Get the fuck out of here. No. Mm-mm. I don't care if it was my sister. Like, I wish one of my brothers would. No. Leniency my ass. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> the fuck? 
You I ain't mean, showed them no leniency. I can see that could be ambivalence in that situation. I ain't no ambivalence. In Not that for your ass, because you fucking <laughs> ready to cut people off right now. You looking for people to toast the cut. <laughs> Metaphorically, that is not true. Yes, <laughs> it is almost true if it's not all the way true. <laughs> but I'm not gonna ask for leniency for somebody who could do something like that. Because here's the thing: I got whoopings as a child, but as an adult, I know that that is not the the way that you get the results that you want, and it ain't what I plan to do. So the excuse of that's what happened to you, so you doing it to other people, I don't want to hear that. Shit. You and I both know, I know. that's still in existence. I know, but now I'm not it's saying bullshit. that it's not a justification when <laughs> you get caught doing that shit because your parents didn't get caught doing that shit. Don't mean it's okay to do no. it. But in the event that that person don't know that it's not okay, that can be taken into consideration in counseling. It's not going to be taken into consideration in law. Nope. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Hell no. Nah. Once the kid is dead, no, it ain't. Mm-mm. He dead. It ain't going to bring him back. So guess what? I don't want no leniency. And if I had been the husband, that's grounds for a divorce. You talking about leniency? That bitch killed our child. You talking about leniency? I don't have my son no more. Are you talking about leniency? Well, you be lenient on and go visit your sister because we ain't, you ain't staying in my house no more. The fuck out of here. Leniency. You done lost your mind. Mm-mm. Ain't no leniency. <laughs> I mean, it's all kinds of fucked up, but that's some bullshit I just wanted to talk right about there. like discipline in the black community a little bit. Uh, don't abuse your kids. Nope. Look up a definition of what abuse is and definitely don't whoop your kids out of anger. If you your kid do something they need discipline, you need to calm down, chill out, and then go whoop them or whatever you're going to do to them. And yep. whoopings, black people, is not the be-all, end-all for correcting behavior. It is only another tool in a damn toolbox full of shit that you need to use to address kids. It's like trying to trying to fix everything in your house with a damn Phillips head screwdriver. <laughs> like that shit ain't going to work for everything. Mm-mm. You got to have a flathead. You got to have some Allen wrenches. You got to have a whole bunch of different set of tools in order to deal with stuff in your house. And that's the way that you got to deal with kids as well. Yep. Anyway, the listener letter portion of our show is going to be released on Thursday. Check that out. Until we come to the next conversation, we out. Holla. Holla.